What's up, guys? Well, um, if y'all know who that was, that was Lecrae. Um, I just want to tell you a little bit about him and how uh, he was part of my life change, I guess. I mean, uh, just to be straight up honest, I prepared this week uh, to tell y'all what I thought that I was going to tell y'all. But about an hour ago, maybe two, um, I was just in my garage, and I was just thinking and praying, and uh, everything that I had on mind just left, and I realized it was for a reason, and so I'm here just trusting God. He just changed what was on my heart, and I was just like, you know what, I'm not even going to try, I'm not even going to try to say what I was going to say, I'm just going to trust in you. Well, anyways, that video was actually part of my plan, and uh, he was a huge part uh, of the change in my life. When I was in high school, um, my biggest thing, like the thing I cared most about was music. Um, when I got lonely, uh, when I was playing, right before I played basketball in a game or anything like that, that's what I would do. I would, I would listen to music. I would get lost in music, and I would just try to put my heart in whatever the, the musician was saying because I, I had no idea who God was. I didn't know. I mean, I, I just said that God was there. I didn't know that he wanted me to change my life. I didn't know that he wanted to come in and have a relationship with me. So I would just try to put my heart in whatever the musician was talking about and, and the rapper, and that's what I really love. I, I love rap music. And so uh, when I got lonely or anything like that, I just listened to what they said, and I, I related to them, and I would, I would rap along with it, and I would have just an all-out party in my head and Right before a basketball game, I would just I would get so crunk and you know on the rap music then, and that was pretty much the life. And I would just kind of, uh, you know, I would have friends would all listen to the same music, would all dance to the same thing, and uh, yeah, really simple and um, didn't lead me anywhere. Yeah, I mean I know it sounds boring, it was, um, but anyways, when I gave my life to Christ in the tenth grade or going into the tenth grade. Uh, my biggest struggle was music because I told myself I don't cuss like the songs cuss. I don't drink like the songs, you know, talk about. I don't do the drugs they talk about. I don't have sex like they talk about. I don't care about money like they care about it. I don't, I mean, I, all I'm doing is singing along with it, right? All I'm doing is just, is just listening to it. It really didn't have an effect on me. I was still trying to live my life for Christ and, and God had changed my heart, but there was still something missing, and I knew that he was calling me to do something, and I was like, I mean, what, what's the big deal? I mean, it's just music, right? I mean, like, everybody listens to it, then it's really not that big of a deal, and the more I thought about it, the more I realized that it had an impact on the way I saw it, it had an impact on the way I saw people, it had an impact on the way I saw life, and uh, I thought, well, what, what's my alternative? I mean, what, what do I do now? Do I just don't listen to music at all? I mean, what, what's going on here? And uh, and Lecrae, he's actually a, a rapper, and uh, and the way he rapped, the what he was talking about was so much deeper, and it was so much more full in my heart, and it satisfied me to listen to him because he had God's word in his lyrics. And uh, that song that they were playing on that video is called "Tell the World," and that's what he God is using him to tell the world. God is using him to reach people uh, in communities that rap music is a, a big deal in, all that kind of stuff, and uh, I don't know, he's just he's just a huge part of my life, and I just want to show that because y'all saw what he was involved in, y'all saw what he was doing, I mean, he pulled a gun on somebody for no reason, 
uh, all that kind of stuff. And another video I saw, he actually got arrested, and that Bible that his mom gave him was in his car. And uh, the officer took it and said, hey, you probably need to read this. And uh, finally he did, and finally he gave his life to Christ because he realized that's what he needed to do. And it's kind of funny. Um, what he was talking about was that Jesus was beat and he was whipped and all that stuff. And then he started talking about how no one is good. No, not one. And, and you know, I thought about why, why do we come here? You know, uh, wh- what's the point in this church building? What's, what's the point in having church? And even deeper than that, why are we here on this earth? What's our purpose? Is it not the gospel? Is it not to, to tell the world how Jesus changed our hearts? See, sometimes we, we forget the gospel. Sometimes we learn stuff in, in church. It's just stuff. It's just it's nothing. It falls to the ground. It's nothing. What we're really here for is the gospel. And right now that's fallen on empty ears because the gospel is just a word now. The gospel is just something we should share with our friends at school. The gospel is just something we should just bring to our workplace. But what is the gospel to you? You know, the gospel doesn't just go with you certain places. The gospel is not something we just share. The gospel is supposed to penetrate our hearts. We're supposed to bring the gospel everywhere with us, every single where, every single place we go. Every day we wake up is supposed to be on our hearts. But yet we fill our minds and we fill our hearts with anxieties. We fill our minds with, 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 with what we want, our desires, instead of the gospel. We can sit around on a computer all day looking up, looking up our hobbies, looking up how to, how to make this better, make that better, or get this better car. And in five years in the future, I'll have this house with this kind of kitchen, this kind of, why? Why are we here? We're here for the gospel. We're here because we need to share the gospel with others. So I want you to think about in your heart right now, what is the gospel to you? Is it just the word gospel? Or what, what is it? What, when I say that word, how does it affect you? Because when I was thinking about coming up here, when I was thinking about, you know, it, first of all, this is not about me coming up here. It's not about me being a good preacher. This is not about me being a pastor. It's not about me pursuing a career being a pastor. It's not about any of that. It's about me sharing the gospel. So I thought about why not go back to the basics? Why not say, this is what it's about. I'm going to preach the gospel. I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say what the gospel is because when I heard the gospel for the first time, no one had to explain to me what it was. The Holy Spirit was already in my heart convicting me. And I needed something more. I needed something more in this life, and it was Jesus. So when I was thinking about this, what is the gospel? Everybody turn to um, Isaiah 53. Starting in verse 4. Yet it was our weaknesses he carried. It was our sorrows that weighed him down. And we thought his troubles were a punishment from God, a punishment for his own sin. 
but he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins. He was beaten so we could be whole. He was whipped so we could be healed. All of us, like sheep, have strayed away. We have left God's path to follow our own. Yet the Lord laid on him the sins of us all. When you go into this world and you try to share the gospel with your life, or when you go into this world and you're around people who don't know the gospel in their heart, they've only heard what they've heard in church. And there's people in here right now probably that way. They don't know the gospel in their heart. It's just something else. But when you go into the world, you realize that sin, sin doesn't mean a whole lot to them. The word sin doesn't, doesn't affect them like it affects you in your heart. They don't know all these big church terminologies. Most of the time, they only know the judgment they feel when they go in there. This word sin, this, this thing that we talk about, it is the only thing that matters. And when I was trying to think in my mind, how do I explain the gospel? What, what is the gospel? And it's not, it's not just something to make us feel good. It's not just something, it's, it's not just good news. The good news is there because of sin. It's not just something that tickles our ears. It's not just something that brings us together so we have a community within a place. And then, and then when we go out into the world, we, we have a hard time, so we come back in. We have a, a, a place to go, someone else to live. That's not what it's all about. That, that's part of it, but that's not what it's all about. That's not what the gospel is all about. It's all about sin. See, what sin did, it made us not whole. We were made in the image of God. Sin distorted that image. Sin tears our life apart. Sin makes us think that we're pursuing something worth pursuing. Sin makes us think that when we pursue it, we're going to be satisfied. But it, all the while, it, it overpromises and it underdelivers. It never gives you what it says it's going to give you. It says it's fun, but it's only fun for a season. It says it's going to satisfy you, but only for a little while. Maybe for a couple of hours, max. And then you got to go right back to the sin again to get more pleasure, to get more satisfaction that it promised you before. And we keep going and going and going and going and going. And, and before you know it, you're you feel like, where am I going? I feel like I've been living the same day over and over and over. I feel like I'm just getting wor worse and worse and worse. And then you, you may, you might not, I, I don't know. Most people hit rock bottom at some point in their life. Most people hit a point where they say, I need something. We see all this time when we're searching for this thing, like, like Lecrae said, he said he had this burden inside. We all have that burden. We all have that burden. That's why, that's why we pursue things. That's why we pursue sin. Because we have a burden. We have a hole inside. We have an emptiness inside. We're trying to fill. But the things we're searching for in sin 
can only be found in God. And sin itself is what separated us from God. And I've tried to, trying to explain it the best way I know how. But even when I'm watching that video, I realize that no one had to explain to Lecrae how it all goes down. No one had to, no one had to sit him down and explain to him the depravity of man. No, he, he knew it in his heart. And, and what did the preacher do? The preacher didn't, didn't sit up there and try to explain everything away. He didn't try to make it make sense because you know what? The gospel doesn't make sense. If I come up here and I try to make the gospel make sense and it actually makes sense to you because of what I said, I, I probably didn't preach to you the gospel. I probably didn't preach to you the whole thing. Because the gospel is only understood with the Holy Spirit in your heart. I don't even know what the preacher said when I was at the beach and I gave my life to Christ. I had no idea what he said. I don't remember very much about it at all. All I know is I went down there and I felt God on my heart so heavy. I knew that if I didn't do something, like I, I cannot let this is so heavy, I can't even move. I can't even think straight. I mean, it's just like, God, 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 God. It's so heavy in my heart. I knew that was the only place I could turn. And I wasn't even going through that hard of a time. Like, it wasn't even that big of a deal. I just knew that I needed, he, he was on my heart, and I knew I needed him. And it was nothing the preacher said. And, you know, it, it didn't make sense. But I was like, you know, he's real. He is real. And so I gave my life to him. And so as I'm up here, I'm trying to explain sin. I'm trying to explain what it does to you, but I don't necessarily have to do that because we all know what it does to us. When we pursue ourselves, when we pursue the things of this world, we know what it does to our hearts. We know that it, it leaves us empty. It's an empty lifestyle. And we know that we're all searching for something more. You can see it in the things you want. You want a bigger house. You want a, a better marriage. You want this, this. It's not bad to have a better marriage, but you want you want something different. You you want it to be twisted to what you want, something of that of that sense. You can see it in the things you want, but I'm telling you, the it can only be found in Christ. Christ is what makes you whole. It says He was beaten so you could be whole. He was beaten so you could be whole. The peace that you long for when you do drugs, the peace that you long for when you drink alcohol, the peace that you long for when you have sex before marriage, when you have multiple sex before death, all that peace, all the satisfaction you want is in Christ because he makes you whole. He makes you complete. He is everything you need. Everything you need is in him. He gives you the breath to breathe. He gives you the food you need. To make it through the day. It is Jesus Christ. And if I was up here and I, and I was preaching to you anything different, I wouldn't be preaching to you the gospel. And if, if I'm ever up here preaching anything different, then I need to know. I need to know I'm not doing it right. Because that's the only reason I'm up here. I'm not up here for myself. I'm up here so that people can know the gospel. And that's what we should do in our lives. What happened to the gospel in your heart, Christian? 
when you wake up in the morning, what do you fill your mind with? What do you fill your mind with? Are you focused on the gospel at all? When you feel your heart drifting away from the gospel and, and the gospel doesn't penetrate your heart anymore, it doesn't make you weep over your own sin, what are you doing? Would you think that just because we talk about it every single week, you think because it's in songs we sing, you think it's because uh, twice a week you hear that Jesus down on the cross for your sin, but you don't feel it on your heart, what are you doing? Do you not know that you're drifting? Do you not know that it needs to penetrate your heart? Do you not know that it needs to change your heart every single day? And that every single day is what Jesus is calling you to, to, to give to him so that more people can know the gospel, so more people can know the peace that you have? What happened to the gospel in your heart? Do you not want lost people to know what you have? And I feel like sometimes I just forget. I just forget that Jesus Christ was a real human being that was fully God. It was God coming down to earth. And he lived the life I couldn't live. He lived a perfect life, no sin whatsoever. And he took my place. He took your place. He took your place on the cross. That's not just a fake story. That's not just a fairy tale to make us, to make us think we got something different than the rest of the world. It's a real story. And it should make you weep over your sins. It should make you think, God, what love is that? He was beaten so we could be whole. And he was whipped because of our rebellion, not of his own sin. And to think that at any point in time, he didn't have to do what he was doing. We separated ourselves from God. But he loved us so much, he wanted us back. And I'm righteous. I, I'm not good at this life. I mean, I, I'm terrible, actually. And I sin every single day. But in God's eyes, I'm righteous. In God's eyes, I'm perfect. In God's eyes, I've, I've never even sinned. He sees Jesus when he sees me. And he continues to make me more like Jesus every single day. And that's our purpose in this life. And it's the most fulfilling and satisfying thing ever. Period. Point blank. Nothing, nothing could ever fill my heart like Jesus did. And if you're searching, you may not turn to Jesus. It's just, it's just how we are. It's just our human nature to turn away from God. But if you're searching, it's Jesus. You say, well, I'm looking for peace. It's in Jesus. To make us whole. Whole, everything we need. Every single thing we need is in Jesus Christ. When we're crying, when we don't know what to do, when I don't know what to say when I'm up here, I have to go to him. This life gets hard, and we're here for each other. We're here to bear each other's burdens. But I can't bear your burden if Jesus didn't bear mine. He took the weight of my sin. He took it all on his back. 
every bit of it. All of ours. And he did it so that we could spend eternity with him instead of in punishment in hell for what we did, for what we did to him. It's as simple as that. It's how simple it is. But it's also very easy to forget. I just want to encourage you that if you've forgotten the gospel in your heart, God said, and he promised, he promised me, he promised you in his word, that if you seek him with all of your heart, you will find him. If you seek him with all of your heart, you will find him. 100% true, that's a promise. He never breaks promises. Ever. And I, I don't want to call people lost people. Not necessarily. They are lost, but if you're you've strayed away and you know that God is not in control of your heart, if you know that that you have not sought him with your whole heart, just begging you to do it. It's for your own good. Not it's not mine. I I want you to, but it's not my choice and and I can't do anything for you. It's all it's all on you. It's all it's all in you to, to put faith in Christ. His Holy Spirit, God will speak to your heart. God will tell you what to do. And it, it won't make sense. It won't make any type of sense. But you'll, you'll be at peace with it, I promise. And I want to read one more passage of Scripture. Turn, turn to uh, Romans chapter 3. But now, God has shown us a way to be made right with him without keeping the requirements of the law, as was promised in the writings of Moses and the prophets long ago. What I just read to you a minute ago was written like 700 years before what I just read. He says that he was beaten and that he was whipped so that because of our sin, because of our rebellion, so that we could be whole. It says, God has shown us a way to be made right with him without keeping the requirements of the law. We can be right with God even though we're sinners. Even though one sin was enough to send me to hell, we can be right with God. So you're telling me that I can be right with God. Like, I can have a relationship with a perfect God, the one who created everything. I can have a relationship with him, even though I've done more than one sin, even though my entire life I've committed sin every single day, all day long, all my life I've been doing that. You're telling me I can have a relationship with him without having to keep any type of requirements? Yeah. Yeah, you can. We are made right with God by placing our faith in Jesus Christ. 
And this is true for everyone who believes, no matter who we are. No matter who we are. We place our faith in Christ. He makes us righteous. He makes us new. I was made new on June 2nd, 2010. Completely different person. Not because of what I did, but because how he changed my heart. I put my faith in him and trusted him with my life. Now I feel his love. I feel his peace. And I'm whole because he made me that way. Because he loved me so much that he didn't want to give up on me. He didn't want to give up on anybody. And he gave us a second chance to say, if you just put your faith in me, Jesus took your punishment for you. He did all the work for you. If you just put your faith in him, me and you can be right. We can be friends. I'll be the best friend you've ever had. And I'll satisfy all of your desires. And you'll never thirst again for anything in this world. pray and if the Holy Spirit is speaking to your heart pray that you would just respond in any way I, I, don't, I don't really care how you do that it's not up to me but I just want to let you know it's okay to respond in any way let's pray that let's listen to him he wants the best thing for you. And he loves you more than you love yourself. He loves you more than you can even comprehend. So I'm just going to pray. Heavenly Father, I'm thankful that you love me. I'm thankful that in my doubts, Father, that's not what you require of me.